0: Greetings, mortals. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast.
1: So, uh, where did you guys leave off? What do you remember?
2: dungeon <laughs> uh, don't we have one more crisp ice skull or something to fall from the ceiling like we're almost out of time I don't think we know mm-hmm.
1: that roll 3d6 <laughs> uh, for uh, that's well under your intelligence uh, far past the amount of time Uh, uh, that would have expired for the 10 skulls to fall has has actually taken place. Oh. Because you you all, as a group, remarked that sort of at 10-minute increments, the skulls were were coming down. You were sort of paying attention, and you know that there was over five since they went out of earshot. Uh, And so just on the basis of time that's passed... uh, it stands to reason that the ten skulls have fell. fell.
2: Oh, well, perfect. We're still alive.
0: We have been exploring this dungeon for some time. And uh, we've spent the last little bit exploring this hallway. And the hallway connects to a number of different crypts. Um, many of which we bypassed. It also connects to a room that is full of books that outline the history of this, this death cult. Um, We were able to procure a viewing lens that allows us to understand this language that I think we Uh. understand is Duvon Coup or somehow related to this culture. Mm -hmm. Um, Passing these books up to explore a little bit further we went to this weird room that uh, contained some eyes, and some of us were able to enhance our abilities in this room.
1: Yeah, there was a, uh, what, like, sort of almost like a, 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 like a baptismal miniature pool or, like, something that might hold, like, holy water or something. with, with Font. Uh, with, yeah, font, there we go. With a variety of colored stones. Uh, And that was in front of, uh, fresco is not the right word, but like a... uh, Like a bar relief? Yeah, like a bar relief of a giant, many-eyed eye. So the eye itself was like the height and width of a a whole person. Mm -hmm. And within that were a multitude of eyes that would stare at you no matter where you were at. So it was kind of like this outwardly projecting lens that was like unnaturally smooth and the geometry of it just wasn't quite right.
0: Hey, I see your, your guys. I see you guys on the camera now suddenly. Oh, that's convenient. Mm -hmm. Um, then when we left that room, that connects over to a, um, looks like a 20 by about 30 foot room that had a well in the center of it. And in this was the the source of these um, sonic emanations, this this lament that's been playing uh, or or being sung or whatever that's been carrying and echoing down the dungeon passages. And this thing was a giant... uh, What's the right word? Um, He was a blob. He was a giant polymorphous blob man. And... Inside him, you could see his his internal organs, and uh, he was singing the blues. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and he seemed to be turned to like some sort of like cytoplasmic jelly. Hmm. Uh, and so you could see, as if you were looking at a a micro, like like an amoeba or a protist under a microscope, the the various organs uh, and the movement of material within his body, but. Uh, within the like the torchlight of the room, he was opaque and Ooh. and you could see through uh
0: so this is the first living thing that we've encountered in this dungeon, and of course we promptly killed it
2: well it was in pain and you
0: needed to be put out of his misery. <laughs> uh once it was <laughs> once it was dead uh lots of these crystalline baubles kind of came pouring out of it,
1: yeah, they all just sort of like fell out of like being held within the body bag yeah. and smashed and shattered and yeah.
0: So There the, was there was also a earthquake, like sort of a tremor?
1: Yeah, so the multi hundred pound fat ectoplasmic body bag man, uh, sort of was given the coup de gras by Mike's character and it sort of fell inward into the uh the hole that it was plugging up and once once that sort of like once the body bag fell within there was what like a uh, sort of a shift and an an outflowing of air like the air differential and there was almost like a a seismic sort of shift that sort of shuttered up and se- seemed to emanate out of the the maw that you know this this well or this opening is at nah. <clears throat> ma ma and pa and that's, that's pretty much where you guys left off. Uh, you've been collecting gear. I leave it to you to, to take note of what you've collected and what you remember from the previous adventures. Otherwise, the only th- other thing that I would say is the various baubles that, that crashed and smacked like the clear, uh, like quicksilvery fluid that was within those uh, sort of flowed past you, T2-style... Uh, and, like, out, like, past you, the direction you can. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, that was super creepy.
0: You've seen Terminator 2, right, John? My yes, sir.
1: One. You you could be mine. I was thinking that last night, actually. <laughs> Probably not a week goes by in my life that I don't think about Terminator 2.
0: Come with me if you want to live. What's your favorite part of Terminator 2?
1: The motorcycles Gun and Guns N' Roses. That shit, just, I love it. Like the, the, that, like, river chase sequence oh, and the yeah, sort of like, the tremendous. the shotgun that, like, that's the lever action and just, yeah. yeah.
0: Tremendous, yeah. I, I always loved the uh, Linda Hamill character in that one.
1: Yeah. How oh, she's a, a, a weirdo prepper, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, out in the desert.
0: <laughs> hey, doctor, how's the knee? <laughs>
1: God,
0: she's. Out of her head. It's because she's, it's the Lovecraftian knowledge thing, right? Like, she knows this uh, this thing that has driven her nuts.
1: She's yeah. She's trying to prevent it. I think we've talked about it before, but her dream sequence, the dream sequence where it's like the, the apocalyptic like mm-hmm. nuke that goes off. Like, that, I used to wake up. Like, that That was one of those formative, scared the shit out of me things.
0: Yeah. I took us down a rabbit hole. I'm sorry.
1: Sorry, Alright guys, so uh so that's where we're at. Back to the uh, church of Duvan Coop. You're you're in the room where I'm gonna call him the cytoplasmic man. Je- I've got jelly man <laughs> written the, down. The jelly man lay uh and he's sloughed on down the down the hole. That's that's a good approximation of what it sounded like. The jelly man can uh
0: there are two doors. On the other side of this room This is true uh, One Sort of uh, Well they're on the same wall Correct That's right And they're both Directly opposite More or less They're offset From the door that we came in Which is more centered I think At least the way I've drawn it And I don't have a compass I don't have a compass Rose drawn on here So I'm not sure which way is which But
1: That's basically the setup
0: Yep That's what I have Yep
1: And the room itself is, I don't know, 5 to 10 paces this way and 10 to 15 paces the other way. What one of those exits did the uh,
2: Silvery T-1000 slide out of? It it came
0: behind. It went like the way that we came. Oh. Like it it, uh, darted. They all darted between our feet and, like, around us and stuff is how I kind of envisioned it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Slipping and sliding maybe up on the wall and sort of, like, on the ceiling and moving on. Well, I don't want to go back that way. I don't want to go where that stuff's at.
0: Well, there's only two doors. There's one direction and two doors.
1: Um,
0: the one right is the top one. Would it be north? What direction would that be approximately? Yes, it okay. would
1: be according to your uh, to your general senses. To you, as the uh. mapper, the explorer of underground lairs.
0: I've been I've been in situations like this before. Never quite this unpopulated. Usually skeletons. <laughs> You've seen a, a butt ton of those. That's true. But usually they Enumerable try to buy you. even. Enum- yeah, without number, <laughs> that's what that means. So Grigory thinks maybe the door to the north, or the, the uh, northernmost door to the west.
2: Either is fine. I mean, honestly,
1: without without knowing what's behind them, one is as good as the next. Are so they
0: open passages, they're open passages. The way you drew them, they right? do
1: seem to be. Yeah, I mean, you're still sort of central and on like the the pit separates you from the door. So you can't necessarily get a lot with your, your lantern light. Okay. But, uh, it does seem as if it's not like a door into another room. It's something that's like, you can see like a shadowy alcove that leads on.
0: Got it. Okay. Uh, well let's, let's be very careful around this. Well, as we go, um, and what say we send, um, what say we send, Alluric first. As usual, I will accept the duty bestowed upon me, uh, and I'll stay behind and make sure nothing gets us from behind.
1: All right. So we have the Ironborn with the with the uh, the infrared, the dark vision that's leading the way. Uh, and so, Dwarf, don't are forget you, my
3: super cool beard.
1: Are you taking the uh, the the northern alcove or the slightly more southern alcove? But both heading in a westerly direction.
3: I will lead the way so we can use the southerly
0: door. Okay. Okay. Luke's giving me beer tonight, and I think it's because he's going to kill us.
1: So the Ironborn (laughs) continues down uh, the path, and the the other two party members hang back. This passageway is not necessarily as long as the previous passageway, which is to say after about uh, 20 paces and which is kind of the extent of, of sort of like lantern light shining down the tunnel, you can see a stone door immediately in front of you, John or, or Alaric. So you can see uh, a stone door that's in front of you and the pathway branches like a hard right angle to the left, which is to say South. So sort of in the opposite direction of the, the other, uh, the other uh, tunnel that you went down. Uh-huh. Let's
0: let's go
2: Unless you want to go back and fight T-1000.
0: I agree. Let's keep going. Uh, I think going back is a mistake right now.
1: Okay. So, uh, Alaric, you're at the, uh, the door that's in front of you. Uh, upon closer examination, this heavy stone door, and you can tell that it's heavy just by, like, the fact that the stone itself is near entire. There's only a handful of blocks that are put together to make up this door, so it must be f- fairly, fairly sizable uh has uh iron bars that sort of cross bar the door itself so the door itself is locked from this side from this side and you as a big strapping dwarf could lift said bar like metal bar and and pull it off of the uh the sort of like like the hooks that hold it on there right so think about your standard sort of like uh cross locking you know just like uh like Block across a door.
3: I will open the door if my
0: brethren are prepared. I
3: can oh, help you.
1: Yeah. I, I don't mind for
3: this.
0: I can help you. I can lend a hand. Excellent. I'll put the the lantern down. Point it generally in in that direction, and uh, help my comrade here.
1: Okay. So uh, you uh, you two are lifting up on this bar, probably. Either the dwarf or Brazon could like single single person like like manhandle this thing and just like just really wrestle it out of there. But it it's hard. This thing is heavy. Like you couldn't you couldn't say wield this as a weapon. This is (laughs) this is a big ass like iron uh uh bar. Uh but you're able to get it off and then, so you know, knowing that, the door opens out towards you right and so you're able to uh put your hand in a recess and the door itself swings fairly easily much like the other doors that you've seen here given the 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 size and scope of these stones it's pretty amazing that they're not like like going crazy with squeaking or like like stone dust that's worked in there that sees them up. It, it moves freely, so you're able to pull the door open.
0: You would think these death cults would go cheap on hinges, but no, no.
1: Yeah, yeah. They get... they've got a graphite on them to yeah.
0: make them nice and smooth. They 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 go for the nice stuff. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, at Cult Depot.
2: <laughs> should we should really like write that in our in our uh, five star review when we're done with this place? <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> I am going to try and Mine. put Rebecca down So if this is an okay spot to take a small break
1: No, I think this is great, man Okay,
3: all right, will sure.
4: be
1: right back Embers on are able to wrestle the door open, and you've got this giant metal bar in your hands. What are you doing with it?
3: What are you doing? Throw it on the it? ground.
1: All right, clang. It's deafening. The sounds that are made uh, rever- reverberate not only from the hall behind you, but down the hall, like to your left. Uh, and it's it's. It
3: doesn't matter because life is meaningless.
1: It's cacophonous, <laughs> but you're right. Like within within the the view that you just that you just encountered, it's it's irrelevant, right? Like the, the there's a there's a weird sort of mixing, like the the sound that that made. You know, I mean, you were walking down these halls with the the keening wail of like ultimate anguish, and now that that's gone, it was silent and unsettling. And with that, like. That cacophony—it's—it's it's like sound. What is sound? It's just—it's <laughs> just another sensation. It doesn't really mean too much to you, John. Can you imagine I got the ennui.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine being in like Mammoth Cave or somewhere, just ginormous and underground like that, by yourself, and then hearing a, a noise like that? <laughs> like clang. That would be terrifying.
1: This room is or this this uh. This dungeon, I mean, who knows when the last time people were here. Century, surely. I mean, yeah. from, from what you've seen, uh, which is kind of crazy to think. Yeah, except uh, for
0: our dead friend in the cabin.
1: So you you are able to push the door inward. Uh, and the three of you are standing around. And I assume that you have the, the lantern that you can shine therein. Mm-hmm. Uh, within this room, it's of... Similar size to the other, uh, rooms that I've mentioned or the chambers that hold the pit, uh, the pits rather, and, and the, the ceiling is about the same in that it's relatively bell shaped and it's about 20 foot tall. Like it's, you couldn't jump up and hit the ceiling. It would be like multiple lengths of men tall for this, this sort of hewn, uh, chamber. Uh inside this room though is not uh, another maw that would that would greet you and sort of call you into your your ultimate demise. Rather what you see here is uh a sarcophagus. It's squat. It's it's of like waist height out of the ground and along the wall at breast height you see uh martial fists basically. From the wrist outward, like projecting along the, along the wall.
0: Right hand and left hand?
2: Uh, just the left. Hmm. Something tells me we should break those off the wall before opening the sarcophagus.
0: Are there any obvious exits from this room?
1: Uh, no, just the, just the way you're coming in. Okay. Hmm.
2: Ooh, maybe they open some secret doors. I'm going to go try, like, fiddling with the fists, see if they move up and down.
1: Okay, so uh, are, you're walking into the room. Where are you going? Straight ahead, to the left, to the right, where?
2: Uh, to the left. Okay.
1: So you walk in and you're uh, focusing on these these fists that are projecting at breast height out of the, the chamber that you're in. Every one of them is uh, stone that is hewn and attached directly to the wall. So... Uh, that is to say, they're not affixed; they are solid and an integral por- portion of the of the wall itself.
2: Oh, I'm still gonna try to wiggle it, them. maybe one of them's fake okay. or something. They're like uh,
1: you know, like full with it. When I figure out one drill, like move on to the next one and just work my way around. Yeah, they're rock solid. Like you're just you're walking around. Go ahead and roll three d six. Nine. Okay, so uh you're able to see, like it catches your it catches your eye. On top of the sarcophagus is uh um a a sizable and 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 recognizable sword. Uh this is the sword that's that's of your dreams. Why don't you go what? ahead and, and, oh, and describe boy. it describe it to uh to the to the group. What is what does this sword look like?
2: Oh man. I hadn't thought about this. I just I just knew it existed um it is a large two-handed sword uh as as I'm want to use uh the pummel is made from a cast brass and it screws onto the base the, the the handle is uh carved from ebony wood so it's jet black uh and there's um a large uh Cross piece above the guard, um, as you would you may not necessarily expect in a large two handed sword. Uh-huh, right. Uh huh. And then you know a, a, a large blade with a full with a fuller dumb leg to lighten lighten the blade.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 This is this is a a, a two handed sword, and a small a small uh, person could not wield this weapon. You would have to be. You know, to even heft this thing, a full-sized uh, human or or one of the Fey folk, you you couldn't be uh, diminutive in size and pick this thing up. Uh, to to effectively use it, you would have to be a, a hell of a warrior, someone with some some heft. Uh, and, and given your descriptions previously for for your size, this is something that you could pick up. It's almost. Uh, too large for you uh, but it looks like it's still something that could be wielded in your hands the the sword as you described the pommel and the the handle it's 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 black and bronze the uh, the cross piece is you know swept back uh, dragon or bats wings almost and they're they're quite oh, cool. Uh and and it's laying there uh, inset on top of the sarcophagus and upon closer observation, the sarcophagus itself is a – seems to be an entire piece of stonework. But there's recesses and divots within the top of the sarcophagus that are actually like holding the sword here. Oh, so it's not like you can't just go pick it up? Uh, Yeah, you could. It's it's almost as if like the, uh, the sarcophagus has recesses in it such that the sword is placed there like, you know, like there's – it's 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 fitted into uh, okay.
4: the top of this. Okay, conference. I get it.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go pick it up. Like I'm here. Okay. nobody's stopping me. Okay, you go. You pick up this sword. Uh, I I don't know. Whatever song would be singing in your blood is it's it's just it's raging and 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 almost like bubbling out of you. You feel like you could. Let some barbaric yelp out into the the, the soundscape here in the silent the silent room.
0: I want to hear how that might sound. <laughs> uh, no, okay. sorry. All right, fair enough.
1: My children are sleeping. There's
0: uh, yeah, no barbaric <laughs> yelps.
1: There's uh, there's power here. This thing, you lift it up, and it is large as you've previously previously described but the balance and the overall design of this thing you know it's not cumbersome like the the overall size belies like the 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 grace by which it would be easy enough to to wield the sword or there i'm so excited i'm gonna like
2: turn around and like so uh, berzon's young like 16 he's gonna have just this shit-eaten grin on his face like guys guys i found it like Just elation and excitement and unbelief. It just, like, like, not even trying to hide it, just beaming from his face as he turns around to to see his two companions now that he's
0: got his sword. I roll my eyes. So have you picked the sword up? Oh, yeah. Are there... I'm gonna approach. Are there runes on this sarcophagus at all?
1: Are oh there- yeah. It's it's like like down at sort of like knee height. It's like it's there's there's uh well stated uh large runes that spell out a variety of sort of statements, like one after another after another. Uh, you know, in sort of like out of character terms. Think about like the the Lincoln Memorial. Like there's <laughs> there's like statements like on the pedestal type okay. type portion of this thing. Uh, you know, it's, there's, there's runes that are written there as well as the sarcophagus itself, uh, is, is carved into the overall shape on the top of, of a squat, kalish warlord, like with a, with a, with a flowing, uh, uh, beard and Fu Manchu and an almost like a, not necessarily a head, a headdress, but, A uh, a war mask that sort of like oversets and comes down almost so that it obscures his eyes.
0: I'm gonna use the translation eyepiece. Okay, and I'm not gonna read any words aloud.
1: Okay, yeah. So you're you're looking at the the base of the uh, of the sarcophagus, and you're easily able to see in the Duvanku language uh, the the words that are written there.
0: Um, Okay, am I in trouble? No, well, maybe uh does anyone know anything about costs? if I say the word "cos" to you,
1: what do you think of what do you think of <laughs> uh so uh so let's let's talk about everybody's backstories here so uh brazon, you're from the South, and when I say the south, the deep south right
2: yeah, like like. Leagues and leagues and leagues away. So, right. I, if it's a if it's a northern deity or something, I'm probably not familiar.
1: Yeah. So you're from the like south of the uh, south of the Summerlands, even like near the Sheldomar Valley. Uh, Alaric, you are from the mountains proper. Uh, Gregory, where do you hail from?
0: I hail from Redspan.
1: Okay. So you're you're one of the Borderlands people. You've were you born and raised in this area?
0: I'm an orphan. Okay. I was taken in by. Uh, an old man when I was very young okay. I don't remember the early parts of my life
1: Okay uh, Do you look like say More uh, Do you look like say More the, the, the proper peoples of Redspan or do you look as if You're a bit more swarthy and from the peoples of The, 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 the borderlands and Vlokstad and the, the The areas up near the oceans
0: I'm swarthy but with light
1: eyes so <laughs> you're gonna have your cake and you're gonna eat it too. You're gonna have it both ways. Uh so uh both Alaric and uh Gregory recognize the name Koss. This is the uh this is the fellow that's the uh the, the warlord, the the Reaver that was uh one of the Kalish that that ultimately united those folks against the uh the the king that was that was you know north of the mountains here like this is this is almost like a folktale this character why would he be here though in the death
2: cult maybe the death cult took over his
3: crypt uh it's possible although so you said he's a folk hero or a folk villain
1: uh, in, in at least in terms of the Kalish, and neither of you are Kalish, but this would be the equivalent of, uh, you know, again, like out of character. This is like Robin Hood. This is this is King Arthur. This is Gilgamesh. This is the the we folk just found hero. Genghis Khan's
3: ge- grave.
1: This is yeah. This is the folk hero of the of the Kalish folk west of the Griff Mountains, and this is. The, the the reaving warlord that struck down the uh the dark lord who who was holding court like in these, north in of a, the
0: mountains in these lands
1: mm-hmm. yeah but
3: one day he just disappeared
1: or do uh, we know
0: of his demise
1: i mean go ahead and roll 46
0: i'm gonna do so as well the hero of Redspan, the man they call Koss. <laughs> I rolled a seventeen
3: stuck okay. through
0: all my dice My intelligence and wisdom are seventeen. I rolled a twelve.
1: Okay. So uh, that works for both of y'all in as far as it's under both your intelligence and your wisdom. Uh, the information that you that you gather, just thinking back on the, the story of Koss, is that he was a uniter and he was ultimately a a motivator and, and sort of a, an instigator against the uh, iron fisted lord Who ruled for, at least in terms of what the the legends say, for a hundred year reign. Quotes around that. uh, From the Forlorn Forest to the Frozen River. And so this... Uh, dark lord held swing and his main uh his main sort like seat of power was Vlokstad but he basically commanded all of the area that's just north of the borderlands that you know from just beyond the keep uh and he was he was struck down but it wasn't at just any cost because after the uh bloody handed took the Actual left hand and and pierced out the eye of the Dark Lord. He disappeared, you know, from 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 the story. So it's it's one of those kinds of uh, sort of like legendary stories where the the hero sacrifices himself for the for the greater good, and perhaps you know he had to like imbue some of his own energy into the like the, the, the killing stroke that pierced the eye into the skull of the Dark Lord, something like that. That's at least like what you heard as a child back when back when you were in the mines, Alaric.
0: Mm, that is cool. Do I get anything different?
1: No, that's that's that meshes. There's there's slight differences in terms of uh the 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 story leading up to it. But it's it's the broad strokes here. Like you're getting uh, the idea of who this person was is like a as a usurper and a bringer downer of like power cool, yep, so the overall appearance of the the sarcophagus is that of not a dwarf but a man of relatively squat stature and and as I mentioned before, long beard a fu manchu there's like a a war mask or a helm that fits down and covers the eyes such that it's, it's almost like it's not a visor because his cheeks are exposed and that sort of thing. But it's like, it's like a something that would almost be ornamental on display, but you get the idea here. This isn't just like a, a a generic depiction of someone on the sarcophagus. This seems to be like, this is a very specific form and, and feature here.
0: Actually could be Coss. Yeah. No one knows where he's buried. No one knows what happened after the, the fall of the Dark Lord.
1: Yeah, that's like asking, you know, again, out of character, like, where's, you know. Arthur. Arthur buried. Like, where's, where's Robin Hood buried? So, somewhere. Like, <laughs> you know, and maybe you could track down some specific lines of evidence, but uh, y- at least y'all are not privy to where that might be. It seems as if it might be here, though.
0: And... Hmm. Can we reasonably deduce that this sword that is on the sarcophagus must have been his sword
1: yeah, this must, this must have been the piece that uh that took the hand and pierced the eye of the of the dark Lord What's the name of the sword you're searching for? I'm looking for the sword, the sword of all time, which could roughly translate into all time old time or old time that old timey oh, sword old
4: time. yeah.
0: Some silent, nerd. silent contemplation. Sort <laughs> <Sword> of.
4: <nerd.
1: laughs> I sure.
0: So, are there? There are no obvious exits, much like the other pit rooms that we've found.
1: Yeah, this is this is a a singular like this is a tomb. This is a crypt that holds the single sarcophagus and the the ornament on top. Should should we open
2: the sarcophagus?
1: Maybe there's more treasure inside. Uh, you look at the sarcophagus and don't see any discernible way to open it. It's, it is an entire piece of stonework.
2: How did they get him in there? Magic. Does it, is it like connected to the floor? Like all one solid piece with the room? It is.
0: Hmm. Hmm. How do you feel holding the sword?
2: I don't know. How do I feel holding the sword?
1: You feel a little bit, uh, out of your element, you feel as if you're a pretender. You feel as if you are uh, an impetuous youth that's holding this 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 thing of great power. Uh, and you know, outwardly, you would exclaim, "This is this is this is mine. I've claimed it. I am all powerful. Stand aside. I will I will take that power away from you. I will cut it mm. from your hands."
2: it doesn't feel great it makes me uh
1: question my life choices <laughs> that was a fairly personal uh like <laughs> like offering I was not expecting that
0: <laughs> should never have done this phd wait <laughs> okay well i guess I guess we can at least mark one of the quests off of our uh, quest log <laughs> uh, it turns gray and uh, I want to investigate more closely the the fists that are coming out of the wall mm-hmm are they all just are they obviously part of the stonework are they are they carved and are hanging there like how does it
1: so they are they are I say martial I use that term like like, like fists. gauntleted fists of warriors like they're not like carved in hands of children or of like nannies or just uh, an artisan <laughs> they are like gauntleted fists from <laughs> This portion, and they're all the same, and they're all the left hand.
0: What if they were nannies, though? <laughs> just a bunch of nana fists. <laughs> Little tiny child fists. This is really terrible. Um, okay. And there's just dozens of them or hundreds of them?
1: Uh, there's dozens. Okay.
0: Uh, I'm going to touch one with my pole.
1: Okay. It's like you're hitting a a piece of, like, stonework. I'm
0: gonna touch another one with my pole. Same. Okay.
4: Hmm.
2: The Are there any other insets on the top of the sarcophagus? Like you could place something else? No. On it instead it, of the sword.
1: It's 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 structured such a way that the gauntleted hands like sort of lay on the chest. The sword fits there. Uh, like there's, you know, think about like a GI Joe action fixture action figure with, like, the cupped hand that allows for you to, like, insert the weapon, you yep. know, so that it yeah, like yeah. that, that kind of that fist, that's what what you're seeing, sort of, on the, the chest where the pommel slides up there and then there's a recess that, sort of, is inset down the, down the belly okay. all the way to the groin and through the leg area where the sword rests
2: Can I, I'm gonna put my own two-handed sword, like, in its in the place of the other sword that I took
1: Yeah, it's a, uh it's a, small, it's a small piece of work in comparison to uh, the sword that you hold in your hand.
2: Yeah, I feel like it, you know, take a penny, leave a penny.
1: You know,
2: take <laughs> a sword, leave a sword. Right on.
0: Um, I want to tell my friends some things about what I've read on the sarcophagus, uh-huh. but I don't want to read them the words on the sarcophagus. Okay. And I want to tell them that it runs counter to the legends we've heard about Koss. And it describes him as both being arrogant and a defiler.
1: Yeah. So you you say those things, and no one feels compelled to like shive themselves or cutler, run cutler run cutler towards the nearest off. pit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, I feel like that could that could just be due to perspective. Like, to the Kalish folk, he was a hero, and to the people he freed them from, he would be those things. Sure. Ah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe they're the ones that put him here.
0: Maybe it's know. all a matter
2: of maybe the death. May oh, maybe the death cult is the uh, the death. Uh, tell me more about um <laughs> the the person the the evil overlord that Koss killed. Was there what's associated with that person? Like, could the death cult be associated with worshipping? the person Koss killed and they came in after Koss was buried and defiled his grave with what
1: you're saying. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that sounds good enough. That's the kind of thing that you can find <laughs> like in a book at a library somewhere. Um, can we tell if,
2: Ooh, maybe the dwarf can tell cause he knows stone stuff. Are these, in, were these inscriptions put on after the sarcophagus was made? Are they like secondary to it?
3: I'll take a close look, but uh, I don't have high hopes Oh, stonework.
0: Yeah,
4: you're a dwarf.
1: Yeah, I mean, so you can yeah, you but can like a death cult dwarf. You can, I mean, you can look at the stonework here and see, like, the the runes are hewn directly into the stone. The stone itself of the sar- sarcophagus is continuous with the floor, and like outside of that, all you can say is that uh, <laughs> the the runes were hewn like like. <laughs> either this whole big thing is a big shell or somehow that it was cast in here almost like concrete uh and it's incredibly smooth and you know unnatural in its appearance but regardless it is like the 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 runes that are carved into the sarcophagus are continuous with like say the floor and the walls
4: mm.
3: seamless
1: yeah there you go that's a good word
3: So maybe I've this never isn't... seen such fine craftsmanship
1: you you have not and I mean that that's, that's cult ship. like those that like we've talked about that previously the 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 eye that holds the multitude of eyes the uh flowstone s- skulls upon your first entry into this area I mean even the damned like <laughs> moose head in the Uh, Cabin and the weird water clock—all of that belies the uh, the fact that you're here on top of this cold, like butthole of the world. Like there's (laughs) there's no reason to expect such finery and such uh, testaments to time and sophistication here, like on the death frost. Just that—that's that in and of itself is very jarring.
3: It's a tomb fit for a king. Or for a mighty warrior and ruler. It kind of makes sense that a hero of his stature, if he is a hero, would have some sort of really cool place where he's buried. Or. or, I had always considered him good, but you're telling me this is not the case.
0: I'm thinking this is not the case, my friend. Um, And perhaps if we went back to the library room that we found, uh, we could find even more information once we're. Once we are finished here.
3: What was the part of the story with our friend here that involved his hand? He imbued some energy from his hand into his vanquished foe. Is that what I remember you saying, Dungeon Master?
1: Uh, no. He just he just took the hand. He took the left hand and pierced the eye of took the, the Dark left Lord. Hand. Yeah.
3: And did we find a bunch of left hands at the start of this venture?
1: Mm-hmm. You've seen you've seen various pieces hands. of p- pieces of art with dark lords missing left hands and having, you know, a a cow pulled low over their face and
3: didn't the nerd set a bunch of hands on fire though?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all left hands. This is a motif. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this should be a twist off.
3: I think
4: maybe.
2: <laughs> I bet all the cultists, if we ever find them, are missing their left hands. I bet that too. I bet that's the sacrifice you have to make to join the cult.
0: And a left eye.
2: I bet.
3: So if the cultists take left hands, do they take left hands because this guy took a left hand or they follow the guy that lost his left hand? You think that info will be back at the library, Gregory?
0: Uh, Perhaps. I'm not sure. Then I will follow you to the library. Are we finished in this room? Do we want to look more closely? It's a spooky sepulcher, so yeah, I'm out.
2: Okay. I want to open this sarcophagus, but it doesn't look like we're going to be able to. So, I'm I'm cool with the library. We could use more information. Also, we could get some books to burn to toss down a hole.
0: So. No, we're not burning the no 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 no. We're not burning those books. We could burn one book. No, that's what death cult members do. They they start with one and then it's ten and then it's a hundred. So no.
2: We're not going to make a big pile of burning books. We no. just want one. No. Maybe, oh, fine. Maybe one. there's something else flammable in there like some wood.
0: <laughs> or mummies.
2: Or mummies. Or hands.
0: Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything else. There's no other text in this room. No other runes or mm-hmm. scripture.
1: Nope. You're going back out like... Uh You can go out the the chamber that you've entered and you can go back out the way you came, but then there's the path that leads southward that the cacophonous sounds echo down whenever you toss the, the the iron bar aside, and then the library lies back the back the way you guys came maybe, to the book depository
0: maybe i've drawn the map incorrectly you have to I, you have to take I them both um to see if the map looks anything remotely close. Do you want me to come over there? No. Okay. Right.
1: Basically that.
0: Oh, okay. Alright. I misunderstood the turn.
1: Okay. Go we ahead should we and, should
0: do that instead.
1: Go ahead and roll three D six. All of us? No, just you.
0: Me?
4: On my D6. Nice. Five.
1: Okay, so that's well under your intelligence. Uh, it strikes you that almost as if like this could have been like the the ultimate chamber that a, that a tunnel could, could lead towards. And then from thereafter, an extra tunnel strikes down south.
0: Hmm. Okay. So...
1: Like, think about a road dead-ending at a subdivision. And then there's a left... A right that leads into another subdivision, like okay. the mm-hmm. way that you would have the an addition. Or okay.
0: so, if we went out of this room and turned immediately right,
1: if you would head south, you would head.
0: Yeah, so that would be leave this room. Instead of walking straight, there's a turn to our right that we could go down.
1: Right, there's yeah. an unexplored.
0: Alleyway. Okay, we got to do that first.
2: Oh, okay. Let's go check out the unexplored place.
0: Yeah,
1: sarcophagus room.
2: Got to be a completionist and check it all out. That's right.
1: Okay, so you all are heading south from the sarcophagus room that you just explored. Alaric, are you on point? I'm on point. All right. You head southward. I'm south Steph forward. Curry of
4: this group. <laughs> you head
1: southward, and uh, similar to the previous couple tunnels slash corridors that you've you know, encountered, this one is carved cleanly there's no change in sort of elevation it's 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 a straight shot uh, but as you recall in previous sessions where you had like lo- a long corridor with various rooms that sort of like strike off to the side that's what you see here so basically this uh, this alcove or this hallway strikes down south for probably 30 40 paces and you see two subsequent uh doors that are on your right hand side which is to say the western side of the hallway well i guess Uh, open the closest one is that what you do alert yeah if if you open that
0: one if you stop there we will eventually catch up with you okay i'll wait to open it until they catch up to me
1: okay so you go to the next uh room, it's probably twenty paces down south from the room that you were just at. Uh the the mechanism on the door, which is to say the iron bar, the crossbar of the stone door is exactly the same. They're they're uh remarkably similar in that they like they, they could be sisters to one another.
3: So we need to heft this off there.
1: heft away. Okay so you Urgh. and uh Berzan heft the the iron bar off and what do you do with it
0: No one hefts like Berzan no one looks back like Berzan Do you do you We throw it on the floor
3: again
1: It clangs cacophonously it's it's loud it thunders it it echoes up and down the hall. At this point, it's not just to the south that the sound carries; it's to the north and to the south. So it seems twice as loud. Uh, and the
3: only time I feel something when the sound waves reverberate through me.
1: And you, you get the sense that the door, the door will give just with the most gentle of nudges. If we get back to
2: a pit room, maybe we should toss this pole down there. We could hear a
3: clang or a splash. Oh, good call. We don't need to see it. We can just hear it truth i like dropping the iron bar so yeah i'm in
2: all right let's check out this room and maybe the next one and then and
1: then
3: we could do that later i'm in i'm going in the room
1: all right so the door it gives way silently uh the darkness beckons to you alaric it's been it's been waiting for all of eternity prior to your birth it's it's there welcoming you now as you step in towards you know your ultimate demise i don't know question mark on the end of that statement uh, but it, the darkness is welcoming.
3: It's comforting.
2: I mean, you you have introvision,
3: so I, I can see that. Okay, so I'm in the room. Are they coming in too? Yes. Yeah, so well, yeah. Step forward.
0: Is it beckoning to us?
1: Uh, you have a little bit of the flickering lantern light, so there's a glimmer of hope in terms of hmm. the, the recesses of your soul.
0: It's always darkest before the dawn, you guys.
1: We're just, like, trading
2: quips as we're down
0: here.
1: (laughs) So, Gregory and Merzon step into uh, this room. Uh, What you're seeing here, it's similar in the design in that the the dimensions inside the room are exactly the same. But central within (sighs) the room is not a sarcophagus, but rather uh, a low, like, low sort of, like pedestal base that holds like three canoptic jars like three urns are set almost on like a sarcophagus i'm sorry not three two two uh two jars let me redo that uh on the pedestal are set like two uh canoptic jars like almost as if they're they're urns that are set on the uh, the pedestal, and there's nothing around the the wall. The same with the way that you saw like the martial hands like stuck out towards you. This is a bare room.
0: So
2: was he mummified then? Are these? Are we assuming that there's going to be like in- innards in there?
0: Uh, I don't know. So like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Is there Are there runes or or text So
1: at about breast height The same same height that you saw The various out carved fists in the previous room Mm -hmm. You see at breast height A series of runes That are etched into the wall
0: I'll I'll read them with my lens This never ends well (laughs) (laughs) I felt like that was going to hit me Right between the eyes (laughs) Uh, it mentioned the inscription I say this out loud makes mention of a sacrifice
2: does it mention
0: what kind Uh, the honored kind
2: like a left hand
0: Uh, does not provide that much information we could go look and see what's in there
2: sure maybe we have to make our own sacrifice I I bet it's Oh, I, bet I bet it, it is I bet eyes. It's eyes
0: I bet it is
2: In that case I volunteer
0: uh, The dwarf's eye Now we need his eye He, he can, only needs one He can see in the dark <laughs> And he's, he's short He fits in most overhead bins uh,
2: Let's see if there's eyes in those jars
3: Alright If life wasn't so pointless I'd murder both of you <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so who's walking up to the urns and who's popping up the tops?
0: Uh, uh let's let's all walk up, Larry Curly, and Mo style. And um I don't know, let's rock paper scissors.
4: I, in, in real I'm life right here, now. I let's do it right do
0: now. It. No no no. Let's do this. On three, shoot. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. One. I can't
2: see anybody's
0: hands. Uh, we're all scissors. <laughs> no. Do it one more time. One, two, three. Paper.
2: Oh rock.
0: You're opening them.
4: Okay.
2: I will open them.
1: Okay. So you're opening you can you can only conceivably open one or the other, so I can't, like,
2: get a hand on so, each lid
1: and, like, open them simultaneously. Roll a die and tell me if you get even or odd. Okay.
2: Uh, odds. I got a one.
1: Okay. So you walk up to this, like, uh... This jar, this, this, uh... This holder of of remains, this canopic urn, and you pop the top. Uh... Let me send this to you, and I apologize if this is going to take a second.
0: I don't know that word, canopic. Full of Miller High Life. <laughs> <laughs> I've been canopic before then.
1: <laughs> so, John, you should have a text arriving from me.
0: Okay.
1: I'm sorry, Mike. Actually, all oh. of y'all should have a text. Uh, my te- uh, my, my phone is
3: plugged in in the other room. Oh. I when again? I receive it, I'll tell you what it says.
1: No, uh, Mike. Is, is so
3: it for It's okay. Us?
1: It's okay. So I, Mike, I just say that because it was at
2: one percent, so I didn't. It's all right. I,
1: I so, Mike, you you crack the top on this urn and you you look within it, and what you see is essentially a human eye. And do you want me to show him? It's sorry. Uh, you look within this urn, and what you basically see is a human eye, and affixed to that, welded to that, somehow attached to that, is about 10 inches worth of a reptilian snake-like tail. Huh. And it's coiled. It's coiled within the Yeah, that was what anterior. I was expecting.
2: Is it going to jump out at me? It doesn't yet. I'm going to stab <laughs> it. it. That, that shit's unholy, and it, it's got to be destroyed.
1: Okay, what are you stabbing it with
2: uh my big ass sword
1: okay describe how you're taking the two handed sword and fitting it into a small urn that's like the size of like a like a, a milk jug and and stabbing the
2: what's the, the, the eye if I, so is the top not wide enough to admit the sword
1: it's, sure it is, but the sword itself is like five feet tall and you're not like a giant, so it All would right. be
4: uh just, i'm gonna just like, give me flavor gonna, here
1: dude
2: all right i'm gonna go is there enough room to stand on the little pedestal that the thing's on sure i'm gonna stand on the pedestal like legs a spread i i guess put my like arms over my head i'm like mimicking it for the folks at home uh and you can't really see it like arms over my head this big ass sword in front of me and like trying to wiggle the tip down into it and when i get it like just shoving it down into this eye thing
0: wiggle the tip Shoving it down. Because
2: I, I assume once I get the tip of the sword in the neck of the urn, then it's just a matter of pushing it down, because you know, the urn will act as a guide.
4: I mean, it'll, uh, so, it'll break
2: the
1: urn, right? So like, yeah, so think like think about this. Ta- think about a one foot snake curled up in a coil, and then now you take a six foot sword and try to stab <laughs> the head of that snake. So that's what you're doing. So so that's what we've described. So you're <laughs> you're you're pushing it down and you, you're you're having a hell of a hell of a time. Like the sword itself is so damn big. Like the head of it is like the 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 width of a hand, right? Like this is like a, a freaking uh, anime sword that you're holding. Like uh. like, and like it's it's like a, it's like a it's like a palm's width wide, right? And you're like stabbing it into an area like the size of a dinner plate to like stab the 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 head of this this uh this, maybe
4: this was a snake. Poor
1: idea. Well, no, no, no. You get it in there, and you're just basically like masticating the, <laughs> the like a blender the, the... it's like a mortar and pestle I, I mean you're doing it like like over again and basically you uh do a rough chop of of, of like an <laughs> onion bulb into like eighths and so you're okay. able to sort of like like melt like get it into bits and pieces perfect
0: was it That's alive
1: never what... never I don't know acted. but it's not it's like now
4: it
0: never seemed like it was hmm the sound effects really sold it for me. No kidding, yeah. I'm I'm scared. That's
2: the that's the kind of shit that comes alive.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gotta get
2: ahead gotta get ahead of that.
0: If Prometheus taught us anything, it's that you shouldn't put your head down in front of the the Cobra snake looking thing and say, What are you? Right? You should just you should take your big sword and stab it.
2: Yeah. You just kill it before it comes alive. Sorry, you said Prometheus and I was thinking like the the God of Fire, not the terrible, terrible movie.
0: Oh, yeah, the terrible movie is what I was referring to.
3: <laughs> I it, it took Those are fighting I words got... around Luke Dodd, Mike. That's all I'm going to say.
2: Uh, man, I love Alien in the whole franchise in Predator, but Prometheus was a terrible movie. Luke didn't the, like the, the scientists were terrible people.
0: Luke didn't like Prometheus either, did he? I thought he defended it.
3: Uh, I don't remember
0: that. Is he not there to defend himself? He walked away. I think he went to pee. Uh, or he's just done with us. I don't know.
2: I just felt like the characterizations, like, the one geologist, like, I'm just here to look at rocks, man. Like, no, you dumb shit. Like, no scientist would say that. That's the dumbest thing.
0: I stab <laughs> it. To say I'm here I, bugs. I stab it. I stabity stab.
2: Uh... I'm pretty sure any scientist, regardless of their profession, if they ended up on an alien planet for the first time, would not just be concerned with only their profession. There's a mo- There would be a modicum of curiosity about anything else.
0: True. Luke is back.
2: All right. Also, they could have run left and right instead of straightforward when the big thing <laughs> rolled at them.
0: <laughs> so you've chopped up this eye snake, this eye viper, this viper.
2: I like that. That's a good name. Yeah. I did. Let's open the other jar. What is, I'm gonna uh... I'm going to put my big are... sword away, because
0: I don't think I need it. Well, we're... I'm terrified, because I don't know what was in there.
1: Right. So you're basically holding a lantern, and you see Brazon uh, <laughs> take the giant magic sword of all time and, like, <laughs> stab it inside of this, <laughs> this urn over and over and over, uh, like, Cre-
0: with legs askew. Creating Greyhawk's first ninja blender.
2: That's right. I'm gonna after I'm done with that, I'm gonna turn to them like guys. I
0: took care of it. What was it?
2: Uh then I realized that I didn't actually tell them what that was in there, so I'm gonna I'll hop down and like upturn the urn and dump the bits out onto the table. This, this was
1: in it. No, it's attached like to the floor. Oh, like similar attached. similar to the sarcophagus. This is like one entire like piece of stonework. Uh well come look then.
0: Uh I peek my head over. What do I see? I shine the lantern into it.
1: Uh you see an eyeball that has been perforated and like, you know, think about like an orange if you took like your your pocket knife and like did a, a major slit down the side of it. Like you hmm. see that as a as an eyeball, and you see bits and pieces of like a of a snake's like a like a death adder's body like chopped up. That is That's curious.
2: Those were attached. That was one thing. That wasn't two things.
0: I've never seen anything like this.
2: Right? That's why I killed it before it became alive.
0: Thank goodness. Uh, I picked the lid up from where he dropped it on the ground when he did his two-handed death plunge, Mm -hmm. and uh, I put it back on that urn.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, Good idea. That way it
0: doesn't come out. I think it's it's dead. (laughs) Sound
1: logic.
2: That, that who knows with that kind of thing? It might come like come back.
1: Uh, Sometimes they come back.
0: There's nothing else in this room, other writing well, or
1: was the other there urn. was a second well, urn
0: beyond the other urn.
1: No, just the the writing that I described okay. earlier.
0: Okay, uh, I will uh, hastily kind of remove the lid, like do a sidestep mm-hmm. to the other urn lid lantern. You're, what do I see?
1: You're looking in. Yep. So what you see in here is a withered mummy's hand Mm. uh, that seems to have been grafted onto the desiccated body of a spider that's the size of like, I don't know, like a, like a saucer that you might uh, set your tea down on.
2: Is it desiccated? Did you say
1: that?
0: There's, I see a withered hand attached to a spider. Uh looking in does it look like it's moving or stirring mm-hmm. at
1: all? No. It okay. you know, looking at this thing, you almost could take like a uh like an old uh an old woman's hand and envision it like coming out of like a like a fluffy, feathery, like like a like a, like a fur or a feathered coat, like the way that this like spider's legs are sort of like there it's but it's it's clearly It's clearly not feather nor fur It mm. is like spider legs all around
0: mm. I don't like that
1: Mm-mm. It's, it's I, not
0: good I put the lid back on
2: Oh do you tell us what's in there
0: uh, I say there is a Withered hand attached to a spider And I <laughs> matter of factly And I put the lid back on And I say this room isn't the best Let's leave
2: well, I vote burn it
0: <laughs> it's an fire. awesome drawing. Uh, we're not going to burn it. At least I'm not. Um, I'm fine. I'm walking uh, out. Yeah, let's go. I I follow um a lyric out of the room.
2: If that thing comes alive because we didn't burn it and it kills me, I'm going to be pissed.
0: Then you Just would use be, your giant. You would be story. right to be pissed.
2: Can I can I say that on here? Is that going to get bleeped
1: out? Pissed? No, I think you're good, dude.
0: Do we bleep stuff cool. out of *Bourbon and Barbarians*?
1: I mean, I edit it heavily, but only for the f bombs.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Bears. I'm,
1: I'm gonna be I'm gonna
2: be upset if you kill me because that thing kills me.
0: Fine. Uh, let's you go. Would be, you would be right to be upset, but Clink.
1: You, <laughs> set, you set the I put the uh, lid back on. You set the uh, the jar back on top of the urn.
0: I turn to leave. I follow Aluric out of the room. All right. Bears on.
2: Oh yeah, I'm coming. I don't I can't see without your light, so I'm not getting left in the dark
3: with that thing.
1: Okay. So, uh to the north lies the path that you've tread, and to the south lies the path that you've yet to tread. And so just as a reiteration, you have another room that's discernible like to the south. So there's there's an unexplored room in front of you, and then back the way that you've come is of course all the materials you've seen.
2: What is with these people in the eyes and the hands
1: and the creepy crawlies? Uh
0: death cult. Swords. You want to go open the other door? Sure. Let's go All together. Right, I'll point, I'll go open the door. Right. I'll walk between Alaric. them and I'll hold one of their hands in my left hand and in the other I'll hold the other hand.
1: Alaric, you walk up to door number 3. Door number 3 is uh similar to the previous two you're standing in front of it. And basically I guess the, the thing to describe here is that the entrance into this room is remarkable in that it looks exactly the same as the previous two doors that you've encountered, but to your South, uh, which is to say further down the hall, another like 10, 10 paces lies and into the tunnel. And there's a room uh, uh, like, or there's a door, I should say, that is uh, clearly hewn with runes that are like the size of of like chest height. They're huge. Like, like that room is different than the room that you're standing in front of. But the the room with the crossbar looks just like the other two that you've that you've previously looked at. Yoink! Clatter. All right, it thunders, much to the same uh, 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 situation as the previous iron bars. You guys throw it down, and you're able to push the door open. Uh, Inside this room lies something that's different. Uh, A bright bronze lamp hangs from the ceiling uh, like... Two lengths of a man above a sarcophagus that is shaped like an ancient city. Uh, so, to to better describe that, basically, whereas in the first instance where you saw a sarcophagus that was like clearly like chest height and it was hewn in the shape of a man and it looked like it was you know going to hold a body inside, this is the same dimensions, only the overall. Shape is uh, such that it's like crenelated, and it looks as if it's like multiple uh, sort of like multiple-story buildings. Give me just a second.
2: Hmm,
0: that's different. I have a question. When you're ready, go ahead. Shoot, text. Uh, does the city look familiar, like in terms of its layout or or mat- like, or is it just a seem to be a generalized city
1: Mm, it does not look like red span okay do any of us recognize it you don't the room itself is of similar dimensions and again there's the uh the bronze lamp illuminating this sarcophagus that's what you see like upon standing at the entrance to the room Lamp? You said that's
2: two people high.
1: Yeah, like ten like, or 20, 10 or fifteen feet, like high above you.
2: Uh, if it's still burning, then it's either a magical lamp or somebody has been here.
0: It must be magic. There, there's no trace of anyone.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, in that case, let's go get us a magic lamp. How do we? How do you? How how do you think we could get it?
0: Well, my expertise is more in magical. Uh, texts and grimoires and not so much artifacts but i would assume that you just avoid the flame and grasp it firmly
2: it was more of a question of how do we get up 15 feet to get it
0: (laughs) ah gregory is Uh, not not much for nuance i i appreciate
2: the uh, (laughs) exacting interpretation
0: of my words sir i i'm here to help
2: does it look like is it on the ch- like secured on the chain or does it look like we could like lift it off the end? Is it on a hook?
1: Uh you can't tell from like your vantage. You would have to get closer and like really study it. I mean, it is a lamp suspended from a chain, but you can't tell like think about like a like a lantern hanging from a from a hook 15 up 15 feet up high. I mean, if you had a set of binoculars, you could see like exactly how the, the, yeah, yeah. were matched There, but it's, it's not, uh, it's, it's, n- it's something that's sort of like hanging there.
0: Are there any runes carved into the walls or, or into the artwork?
1: Yeah, certainly on the back side of the, the room, there's the exact same sort of like scrawl of, of runes that you can, that you've encountered in the previous rooms.
0: Uh, I take out the translation item.
2: That's super handy. Oh.
0: Well, okay. It makes mention of a woman who created what is referred to as a uh, more or less a slaughterhouse, but she's also referred to in terms of uh, her aspect as a a fertility goddess, a fertility. Deity. Oh,
2: is this referring to Marzana at all?
0: I, I don't know, but I, I, I could surmise that that might be true.
4: Hmm. It
0: certainly sounds like a goddess of beginnings and endings. <laughs> Though I'm, I am loath to read the actual text as, uh, as written, given our last uh, experience. Sure.
2: Is it? Uh, what's the context? Just like describing her in general, or is it specific to this room?
0: Uh, in general, I mean, I I could see how you might make the link between this description of this type of deity and this lamp on the chain near the city.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Come closer. Do we hear that?
4: Tell me of your exploits.
1: Yeah, you, you all three hear that voice that sort of like echoes across the uh, the interior of the room. Do we, but we don't
0: see a, uh, anyone else with us. Uh, no. Where does the voice seem to be emanating
1: from? From the room itself.
0: So everywhere, it's just echoing.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a circular room. So, so okay. what's coming at you all, standing like in the entrance, mm-hmm. is that? Is that sound?
0: Uh, and so uh. there's there's this mock-up of the city, this model city, and a lamp suspended above it. Is the lamp above it? Did did I misunderstand?
1: Yeah, the the lamp is essentially a a brass lamp suspended at the maximum arm's length of a very tall man above the sarcophagus, and it's from a chain suspended 10 to 15 feet from the ceiling, and it is illuminating the sarcophagus that has the entirety of a city sort of like Hewn into it I don't know.
2: so if it's Sorry, if it's like at the Far arm's reach Then if you like took a, uh, a High jump and like jumped up Presumably you could grab it
0: Well, but this voice just spoke to us So someone is here with us Sure, sure Unless this is an illusion And I don't think I'm powerful Enough of a mage to determine that
2: I'm just wondering if we like wink it out If the voice will stop
0: Or will that release something um,
4: oh.
0: I, I say unto it, we've come to this place in search of knowledge, in search of treasure, in search of <laughs> weapons to avenge our loved ones.
4: But you've accomplished so much. Have, um, have, have we? Have we. Tell me of your exploits.
0: We've gone... We've been mapping the tomb. My my compadre, compadre <laughs> compatriot here has achieved his goal of finding this magical sword. Isn't it nice?
4: The sights you have seen. Uh, we've seen a
2: lot of tunnels? Is this I picked up a sword?
0: I touched the magic piano. she said this necropolis is she are you referring to this tomb?
4: It is a thing of beauty. I don't know about that.
0: Uh perhaps There's like there's
2: eyes and hands and shit all over.
0: Perhaps to the dead, the honored dead, but to the living, it is a thing of revulsion.
4: The cold shadow embraces all. That is most honorable. Your disgusting The cold shadow on. does embrace all.
0: That is true. It's like a lyric has been listening to a lot of Coheed and Cambria, and is just like, "What is what is all this?
2: Do I get the sense at all that this could be Marzana, or is this just totally foreign to that idea?
1: Uh it's not it's not foreign to it. I mean, uh what do you know about Marzana? I mean, you're an acolyte, you're you're within sure. her service. What like what what does Marzana stand for and what's she what's she about?
3: Uh I know that my brother worships her in his death cult that he runs.
2: I mean, yeah, she's the goddess of autumn and winter and death. Sweet sleep. So I mean, I suppose it could be. I just I, I was just hands. wondering, like, if, if if being an acolyte of her, if this in character would seem in line with what she would do. Like, does she come to her worshippers like this? That seems strange. I come to you
4: now. Sing to me the song of that sword.
1: Uh,
0: do we all hear that, or is it
4: just
1: no? T- that yeah, everybody's hearing that. It's it's uh, almost as if she's having a one-way conversation with with no one. I mean, you know who has the sword, so you can deduce that. But the only
0: song we've heard is that that horrible noise that the jelly monster made.
3: I played the song. Exquisite. Um, was it not?
2: Can you re- can you recite the song as it was? The notes.
4: No, I would ask of you to do that. Oh, can I do it?
2: Please, I don't. I don't remember how it went.
3: But it Aluric, would give me
2: the greatest
4: pleasure.
3: Haluric does. I don't. I don't think you should do this. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my advice, sword nerd. If you do this, she's going to take your soul.
2: Uh but if it's Marzana, then I mean that's cool because
3: that part. How of, can you trust Marzana? She is the goddess of death and autumn.
1: Yeah, autumn's
0: cool.
3: She all has inspired souls. all kinds of death cults.
0: Yeah, she's fine. Do you hear, I hear her voice speaking to me again.
4: Yes. I would desire your soul, not for me, but for my husband. Oh. Her
2: Who's husband. Her husband. Oh, no. Is it the crazy... Who's your
0: husband?
4: He eats the souls of all. He eats the souls of the god.
2: Oh, I bet it's that guy that they killed.
0: Koss? I bet it's not Koss.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. I bet it's Oh, the guy that Cost killed.
0: You think it's the Warlord, the the, the Dark One? Yeah, he who must not be named. Tell me of that are sword. The, are the souls in the sword? Uh, this, oh, we we suspect that the sword is the weapon used to destroy the Dark One, who ruled in these parts millennia ago, or hundreds of years ago. It's very difficult. To understand the finer nuances of the passage of time. I'm getting really dorky with this uh, disembodied voice. <laughs> you know, what's a hundred what's years to a mortal?
4: I'm here blinking of the eye. The sweet sleep of death is eternity. Embrace the cold shadow. Yeah, we've,
0: the we've, cold seen nice, we've seen that before. We've seen that before. Yeah, we've read that before, haven't we? Embrace the cold shadow? That sounds familiar. Yeah,
2: Wasn't that above the pit?
0: I think so. No, no no not, no, no, not the thing that I read that made Ulrich o- do his thing.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, but that sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, that, that was a recurring uh, appellation within the, uh, the, the books that you were reading previously in the library.
4: Tell me, what would you do with all the power in the world?
0: Learn all that I could.
4: What if I told you that you could gaze upon any book? And see the true meaning behind the words.
0: I already can. I've got this handy dandy lens.
4: That's just a piece for my people.
3: She's talking about that one book you have that you
0: can't read that we found next to the moose head. Oh, I haven't tried to read that with the thing, but I don't want to right now.
2: Seems rude to just stop mid-conversation and read it.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) You cannot trust this voice, Gregory.
4: Seek my bridegroom's eye and it will tell you the truth of all things.
0: Is that this? I hold it up. No. She
2: Oh is that
4: (laughs) she shook her head. head. (laughs) So go ahead Is that the
1: thing uh, in the next room? (laughs) Uh go ahead and roll three D six. Okay.
0: Oh this is not too good. Fifteen.
1: Okay, you're just getting senses of, of things. Yeah.
0: Just Okay. We so are you trapped in this room? return of my husband. What is your husband's name? The Cold Shadow. Cold Shadow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Can I use my charisma
3: to help discourage my compatriots from continuing this line of discourse? I, I, wanna,
0: I want you to use your charisma to try to seduce this disembodied voice lady.
4: So, So where
1: is everybody at right now?
0: I think we're standing just inside the threshold of this door. Okay. That's that's how yeah. that I am. I don't know about so the So you other
1: guys. all you're stepping into the room?
0: I can't tell yeah, if they but, have but no we're but, lined
1: up like dodgeball style.
0: Dodgeball style on the other side of the room. I'm in the room. So
1: okay yeah, we're so in the room. so you've taken steps into the room. Because okay. when we started this, like you were like at the doorway, like gazing. Yeah, we gazing go
0: in, we see the, the
1: Okay. So yeah. y- you all step in and this conversation is going on and it seems as if you're inching steps. Quit rattling stuff. Uh, it oh. seems as if it seems as if you're 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 stepping into the into the room, and and un, un, you're not even thinking about it. It's just sort of happening. This conversation's engaging, and you realize that there is, I guess, what pa- would pass for a, a nun or a handmaiden in like red finery, immediately off to your right, Okay. Oh like a couple state a couple steps over.
0: Does she look menacing?
1: She looks as if it's a uh, a woman in a red cow that's like pulled over, and it's almost like the classic sort of like nun's headpiece that covers covers all. What is that called, John? Uh, a habit. Habit. There you go. You should have a text message that shows
0: it. She has. She's got a bad habit, though. Oh mm. Oh okay. Is it this creepy black and white
3: drawing you sent me? Yeah, sure.
0: She's Scully. Kind of.
2: So it's you not, look at her if it's if it's all. I assume this isn't related to Marzana. Then if it's all red and nunny, this is eternal beauty. This is what
4: all time looks like.
0: Who are you? Can you show us your face? I am the handmaid. That is a bad, bad idea. She's, she said she's the handmaiden. I am the betrothed to the Eater of Souls. Do you have a name? He will return for me.
2: You you said your husband. If you're betrothed, then you're not married
0: yet. She she means it in the future tense. What what's time mm. to a dead lady? I'm speaking.
3: Can for her. I <laughs> check with my intelligence to see if I know of this story of the handmaiden?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll like uh 4d6.
0: Her dude. Her betrothed is Mike, Mike Pence. <laughs> Eleven. My intelligence is thirteen.
1: Okay. What's your wisdom? Nice. What's your wisdom?
3: My wisdom is also 13.
1: So uh, it it occurs to you that in the grand scheme of uh, the the story of the Dark Lord and cost the bloody handed and the striking down of the Dark Lord. I mean, the Dark Lord did have a queen. And if you are at like the, the tomb here of the bloody handed, as well as the hand and the eyeball of the Dark Lord, that this could very well be like the wife. Of the Dark Lord,
3: we're messing with things that we should not be messing with. She's going to steal either your
0: hand, your eye, or your soul. Or she? She's got a lot of knowledge. She knows a lot.
2: I don't. Are you saying we should kill her? I'm
0: saying saying I've never lost a client before as a guide in any of this. And you think we should go?
3: And I think that we should lock this room back up and walk out.
0: Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay. You're convincing. That's cool. um, I say to the lady, "This conversation has been fascinating, and I certainly will die someday. But that day, I hope is not today. We will take our leave of you. Good luck with the wedding. I hope it's beautiful. Ado- All this time, I am I am sort of waving my companions backward and backing myself out of this room.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say you seem like a nice lady, but yeah, I'm I'm going to go with them. They're they're alive." And I like them, so seems like a good reason.
0: I make the sign of Vellus as I leave. And I say to her, uh, to each sunrise a sunset, and to each life a death, I bid you adieu. And clang, <laughs> just shut this door.
1: You do that, you see the red robes sort of disappear up against the wall from whence they came creepy you shut the door yep uh and are you hefting the bar and replacing it i like that idea yes i'm gonna put
0: both bars on it <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go back and get the other bar i think one's enough
3: <laughs> no no i'm just kidding uh
0: okay so well i you,
3: i'm gonna be honest it? i did not expect you to heed my advice really yeah i you thought, thought i was gonna ask were... her for a hug or something I I thought you guys were going to keep going for it, and I was going to leave you there.
0: Uh, I
2: mean, she's super creepy. Came out of nowhere.
0: That was was good, You were
2: ready to pray to her. No, I wasn't. I thought she was Marzana at first.
0: Okay, so if we are out of this room and we turn right down this hallway, does it continue on?
1: Yeah, southward, ten more paces, is the dead end To this tunnel And that door Which is of similar size And scope as the other doors Does not have the crossbar But what it rather has Across it Are massive runes that are like At chest chest height And and are of the scale that you Like they're like arms width And and head head to toe
0: Does it make sense If I read it with my jewel Silently to myself Without reading it out loud and causing my companions to want to kill themselves,
1: so one of them, one of them is that it's the crescent slash it, the sickle. It's oh, something it's that you've seen man. before when you first came in to the uh, to the temple here. Like okay, when you first came past the the tunnel of various faces that were that ah. were carved out, like that was that was at the doorway. So there's yeah. that. And then there's also smaller runes that are at chest height that almost seem to be like uh, sealing the door, sort of written across it.
0: But I can't make heads or tails of them?
1: Uh, are you using your eyepiece? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Just a second.
0: Hmm. Russian mythology is weird. Well, that's out of nowhere. <laughs> is it? Is it? Or is it? Is
2: it? um. Well, I suppose I thought it was, but maybe it's not.
0: You know the story of the Baba Yaga and the. the I've seen John Wick, yeah. So, well, and uh, and you've read Hellboy, but like she likes to count spoons. Mm-hmm. She got that chicken leg house. The the spoon counting always freaked me out for some reason. Like, why is she counting the spoons?
3: I don't know. Spoons I have got nice. a lot
0: of weird stuff. She does a lot of weird stuff, but, like, that's really weird. Right? Or no? I couldn't hear you. That That's really, that, that's super weird. Yeah, like, like, just I agree. count spoons? Yeah, why is she counting your spoons? Why do those Icelandic
3: trolls steal your spoons and lick them? <laughs> the spoon licker? I'm
0: gonna
3: go yeah, the, what the says. they're like the Christmas dwarfs.
0: Huh. Why are Ooh. cultures obsessed with? Spoons? Holy crap!
4: <laughs>
2: oh no!
0: Okay, all right. What does this say now? I don't know if I can show you. Why? Right. I, I just... I'm not sure that I that I should show you this. And if the I did, Acolyte, I'm a I'm not apprentice. You're reading it out loud. <laughs> oh.
2: I can't read the bottom part
0: Okay Is it just the handwriting or Pontifex something You're reading it out loud again See he's going to know that I showed it to you <laughs> Oh <laughs> um, I, I tell my Companions that this makes mention Of a person that we've Heard of we've heard of this person Strad von Zorovic Yeah uh, Perhaps oh. perhaps this is his tomb is there uh, that would make sense so it's barred in the same it's not barred it's not you barred said. no it's, it's, it's not it's
1: just with the uh the crescent slash the sickle seal that sort of spans the entirety mm-hmm. of the door and then almost like overwritten on top of that is the title
0: okay so it's not as though the seal that is the the half moon or the crescent moon thing is forms some kind of lock like it's it's just uh, continues onward. The carving continues onward off of the.
1: No, it's all on the door. So, oh, so oh, it's all oh, of I this see. is okay. like on the door.
0: I see. I thought. Yeah. I, I thought the way you mentioned it, that uh, part of it kind of bled off of the door. Um. Well, we might as well go in there. Okay. <laughs> Just to check it out. Okay. Yep. I'm down with that. Let's check it out. These are all historical and mythical figures that we've heard of, but we don't know who that lady was.
1: So are we good good to keep going for a little bit?
0: I can keep going for another 15 or 20 minutes.
2: Yeah, I can go
3: for a little bit.
0: John? Sure. Yeah, go us.
3: (laughs) He laughs as he tries to kill his friends. You
1: guys are my Hmm. buds. All right, you're at the... uh... You're at the entrance to the tomb of Strahd. What do you do? Go in, I suppose. The doors themselves, or the door itself, is set. It's not barred. And Berzon <laughs> walks up and gives it a slight push. And it opens up and it's inky back, inky blackness inside. Well, somebody bring up the torch. Uh,
0: plan- I, I plan- bring lantern. Bring the lantern.
1: So I sent a text message to you guys that, that shows something. Hopefully you can make out uh, the fact that there is uh, someone sitting upon a throne. Basically what you see is this room, similar in size and scope with the previous rooms, but with a more omnipresent darkness, uh, holds a singular throne upon which sits a king, a duke, or some sort of magisterial figure. Uh, he seems to have a scepter in one hand. Uh, there are there's discernible armor on his body, and you can't necessarily see his face, but there's some sort of ornate materials upon his head, whether it's a crown, a headdress... Uh, uh, a helm. You can't say for sure. This this fellow is still shrouded in darkness, even with the the lantern that you sort of shine inward. The dark one. Can we see if he has a left hand? You look in, and uh, you're staring against the darkness, and it seems as though this character has both hands. Oh, uh,
0: that's he's, convenient. He, well, he's the Pontifex, right? Like he's the Pope. Enter. Oh.
1: He says. He says. Enter. You hear. You hear a disembodied voice that that beckons you forward.
0: Uh, can you guarantee our safety if we do? With absolute certainty.
2: Well, I mean, if he said that, then sure, yeah. Yeah, I trust. Go.
0: I trust this uh, obviously evil uh, lich living in this tomb. I step inside.
1: To whom do I have the honor of meeting?
3: I am Alaric Darkdirt of Clan Darkdirt. Greetings. I am leading
0: these two throughout your caverns. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I, I would give you a false name, but I suspect that you would know that I was lying. True
2: numbers on, from the south.
0: A hefty
1: sword you carry. Oh
2: yeah, I, I found it down the way a bit. It. Uh, I've, I've been looking for it to avenge my family, and uh, I'm pretty stoked that I found it down here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Three, adventurers <laughs> of some repute. It would seem.
0: No repute.
1: Oh, I, I, I would differ. That sword speaks to you being storied heroes that would go down in the annals of history.
0: We only just found it. I think you knew that.
1: And that would be enough. Who are you? He announces himself as uh, the the Praetor Pontifex uh, Strahd von Zorovich. And I can't necessarily give my best Christopher Lee, but if you can imagine that, that's sort of the, the voice that you're getting, uh, this magisterial decree. Like, he, he is a ruler, and he is a holy man, and that comes across regardless of, like, the armor that he's wearing.
0: Why are you here?
1: I've been retained here, but it seems as if those days might be dwindling. Oh. I have an opportunity. Go on. Retained by who? By you, good sir. I implore you, let us rule the borderlands together. Escort me out, and I shall raise an army by which you have never seen the magnitude, the horror, the grandeur as which we will take down the mountain. Mm,
2: I'm not sure horror and grandeur go in the same sentence together. That makes me pause. That sword
1: is both horrific and grand to behold.
0: I look at my com- companion with with wide eyed, uh, uh, a wide eyed look, and and kind of nod like he's got you there.
1: What do you seek, Dorf? He turns, <laughs> and while you can't see the face of this this dark this dark figure, it's in shadow. Uh, Alaric, you get the sense that the eyes are gazing upon you, Bella Lugosi style, like in the darkness. They're still locked <laughs> upon you, and he asks, "What do you seek?"
3: I seek safe passage for my compatriots and I.
1: I shall grant that and more. Do you not crave respect? Do you not crave riches? Do you not crave happiness and some level of respite from all of these horrible memories of your past that plague your dreams? You, and he turns his eyes over to uh, the preternatural. What do you claim? What do you desire?
0: knowledge of all else
1: i i have heard the bride next door indeed i heard your calls and i felt her echoes through the walls we can give you all of the information that you seek that old man that you serve he's nothing if you come into my servitude if you come as not my servant but as my equal as my confidant as my resource for knowledge you shall have more information Than you have ever desired. You will be able to read all books, you will be able to discern all matters of knowledge, and you will become the greatest sorcerer, second only to the great Godfather by which I serve.
0: Uh, That is very tempting. Who is the Godfather that you serve?
1: The Eater of Gods himself, Vecna.
0: Second only to Vecna.
2: That's pretty good. Do, is he <laughs> going to have to sacrifice his left hand and left
1: eye? No. He will gain a new eye.
0: <laughs> Third eye.
2: Oh man, trepanation. Really I'm not like sure it. you should I go like for it. that.
0: I like it. I like it. All he's asking us is to escort him out of the mountain.
2: Oh no. There's
0: been nothing here that has, you know, offered any harm. This sounds like an easy job. You get your sword, I get my knowledge. Aluric gets the gold that he's been sort of uh, wanting this whole time.
1: And power, power over that insolent brother of yours. You will gain the power to rule over the entirety of the Dwarven nations. And you will be the commander, the Lieutenant, the warlord that will sweep over the Griff mountains alongside Lord Vecna.
3: I think perhaps Pontifex that you overestimate, my desires perhaps Uh, tell me more about why you are held here in the dark if you can promise us so much how are you held captive
1: the dark lord grows in strength with every day he consumes a bit of the cold shadows essence and grows ever stronger by that token i grow stronger with every passing hour, with every passing day, with every passing century.
3: Tell us of the centuries that you've been here then.
1: Seven told, since the fall of Lachstad, since Koss the Bloody Handed, took the hand of Lord Vecna and his eye, I have laid here. I gave my life for the Lord.
2: Is, is that Koss down the way? That, I, that was with this sword? This is true. How did you come to have him interred with you?
1: It's the other way around. I'm interred here with him. This is ultimately a tomb for him, and I passed thereafter. I lay in waiting, the same as the handmaiden. Lord Vecna will return from the Sheldomar Valley. He will come back. He will take the Northlands as well as the Summerlands and all of the lands of Oerth, his rule will be complete entire eternal who
3: built this place
1: the handmaiden you've met her already
3: she built this entire catacomb structure she's built cities she is the grandest
1: of architects
2: do i do i recognize the name of the Sheldemar valley is that somewhere that we would know
0: that's what I was going to ask because that uh, does that that sound seems like familiar?
2: a slip up on his part. Like now we know where Vecna is.
1: No, it was you guys uh, have actually heard that already within the adventure with the Black Lotus that you recovered uh, up in the okay. cabin. Uh, that is uh, the 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 sanctuary of the historic necro wizards of of centuries long gone. So at least in terms of what Brazon recognizes, that's sort of like dark heathen tribes far south of the Summerland. So not far from like where you herald, just like in, in no man's land. Those those ways are are, are dark, sanguine, and uh, a fair a fair amount of of blood sugar sex magic that goes down there. You can't understand the like the mentality that would even go into living in such a sandblasted world, but it's told that there are Cities of of brass and illuminance that lie on the other side of of like dry, desolate bowls of the earth.
4: Hmm.
0: Well, what do you well, guys what do you guys think? We've we've got a chance here. Team huddle. Yeah, Team Huddle. Uh, excuse us.
1: <laughs> I have all the time in the world.
0: Indeed. Should we run?
1: I mean, uh, I'm. I'm not down
2: for letting this dude out. If he's been in, if he's been here for centuries, who's to tell that without our help he won't be here for centuries more? I mean, it could be that he doesn't emerge until after we are long dead. So why should we let him out before that?
0: Well, and then we become a soldier unwitting in his army, but we could join willingly now and wield power beyond our wildest dreams. <sighs>
3: He's speaking to you, isn't he?
2: Who? I'm not I'm power not down with that. Power I'm not I'm not beyond I found I, I found what I came for and he's not offering
0: what I want. Dreams. He does not know my heart. All of the time in the world to read all of the books in the world. Understanding, complete understanding.
2: Yeah, There's but at though. what cost? How many people no have
0: to die so you can read? Do you know them? Does it matter? Exactly. Sword nerd, I think that Grigory is lost. <laughs> lost to I, I, I'm
3: gonna... I'm, I'm gonna... falling,
0: I'm falling to the darkness.
3: <laughs> what is your normal solution to our problems, sword nerd?
4: Uh, it starts with an just, F, starts... and rhymes
3: with tire. <laughs> uh, fat oh, tire. Oh yeah,
2: fire. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I'm... Big and strong enough, I think I could just like wrestle scrawny old Gregory to the ground and just like if you can get the door and bar it behind us or close it behind us, I'm just gonna like pick Gregory up and walk him out of here. Like just bodily not even give him a chance to go over.
3: Let's give him one more opportunity to leave willingly with us. Are
0: you saying this out loud? I'm I can hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is Are it you coming? What is it that you desire? What is it that's That's counter to my offer. What's, what's, what's a, what's askew?
0: I desire complete understanding, but the thing that is askew is the death of everyone on the planet.
1: I, I, I I am not promising that. I am promising one, life eternal to all living things on this planet. Two, aside from the torment that will befall all life on this planet and continues to torment everyone as we speak. I will provide an avenue of respite. Uh, some level of of escape while they persist on this mortal coil. Who do you wish to save? You, Dorf. And again, you can't see the eyes of uh, Strahd, but you, you get the sense that he's gazing over at you. I will give you life immortal, and those that you those that you wish to come upon that amazing adventure, I will bring them along. You will live forever
3: I don't need to live forever
1: you he turns his eyes over to brazon, who is it that you care about so much that you would desire to save? Name them, and I will bring them bring them to me we will we will rule as a as a family and you will have absolute happiness and power for all the days that you live. And I can say that you will live forever.
2: I don't know if my two compatriots have noticed it, but Berzon has a small bag tied, almost like a necklace around his neck, like hanging at chest height. He's going to grab that and he's, he's going to say they're, they're already gone.
1: Perhaps we could bring them back.
3: I know when a deal is too good to be true. I've heard it come out of too many people's mouths. All these promises, all these lies. This guy's not going to give us anything but a bum ride, so he can get down the mountain. I say, screw him. I'll leave him in the dark. I've spoken my piece, and I leave the room.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up Gregory. Gregory. I'm gonna pick up Gregory uh, just in a bear hug and walk him out. And I'm saying, we're leaving as well. He can fight back if he wants, but that's
0: what I'm going to do.
1: Okay. So so that's... I won't fight him. That's what... Uh, that's what Berzon does. He sort of grabs you and he's, he's, he's following Alaric's suit. The uh, Praetor sits on the throne. He... I mean, you can't see his face. You get just the sense that there's a little bit of a smirk. Like this dude, as he said before, he's got all the time in the world. He says... All I ask is leave the door open just a crack.
0: So, so I'm being physically removed from this room. Mm-hmm. Can I have any kind of resistance to this? Sure. What would I do? Three d six.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: This has got to be a really low roll.
2: What's he? What's he trying to beat?
0: Uh, my strength is eleven. I rolled fourteen. So, okay. what's your Dex? Dex is um, fourteen. So. Okay. So I could, like, wiggle a little bit and slow him down, but...
1: No, you're 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 being held by Brazon, uh, and so, Brazon, what and are am saying, doing? Hear him out!
2: Hear him out! That's I, all I'm, I'm saying. A, I've got him, like, in a bear hug. Hear so his, him out! Like, like imagine, offering... I just bear hug him and pick him up, so his face is, like, his chin is on my shoulder, and his face is, like, next to my face, because I'm just, like...
0: I'm gonna bite him. ...walking him out. Okay, <laughs> and I'm saying, hear him
2: out. Here, that's <laughs>
4: all I'm asking. So you, if, he
2: bite, if he bites me, then I'm gonna like take uh, my head and just kind of crack it to the side and catch him in the
1: ear. Okay, so he he does that, but he's also latched on. His teeth sink into your neck, and you crack the crack the side of his head, and there's there's a spout of blood that comes off. Like he's he's rended your neck, and there's there's some level of blood that's like pouring out. So at this point, it's painting down. Gregory's face—it's uh, pretty, pretty horrific. What are you doing, Alaric? <laughs> I, that's that's I, gonna be paid for later. I have a rope, and I'm
3: going to tie it around Gregory and drag him out.
1: Okay. So you guys are able to to tie tie him up, hear so, him out. So 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 as this is happening, Gregory is being drug out. Uh, you all are outside of the door. Alaric, how are you tying him up?
3: uh I use a sailor's knot on it
1: right <laughs> and
3: like
0: three wraps around his arms.
1: Okay. do I get any
0: kind of resistance to this? can I roll it
1: uh no you're you're you, i mean at this point you've been you've been've been, sufficed, I've been pinned. Uh, yeah, okay. by both of them uh you i mean you're you're a dexterous fool, so as you're coming out of the door, you're able to sort of like do a quick aside, and they ultimately are able to to get you all hemmed in so so, explain to me now that we have Gregory pinned and wrapped up what's happening between Brazon and Alaric.
3: Well,
2: he's got a 10 foot pole. We could just string him up on the pole and walk him out of here.
3: You're <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> we I need you're to probably staunch that. It,
2: is there damage associated with that? Like hit point damage? Yeah. Because I can. I mean,
1: uh, like, like uh, we're not going to roll it. I mean, you're, you're bleeding, but you're not in right. fear of death. It's simple. Right, I was
2: okay. I, I was more wondering can I just like wrap a bandage around it or wrap a piece of cloth or do I need to like do a cure like wounds on myself
1: No you won't need to do that. You're able to take uh some level of linens and wrap them around your bleeding neck. The gouts of blood, the 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 pricks from the teeth from Gregory that that that, l- that latched onto your neck and the blood that's pouring forth subsides uh and Gregory, that taste, that coppery taste, that rich taste of, of life that's in your mouth, it's there, and you're almost able to resign yourself to to that taste as you're like sort of unconscious and you're being lashed to the pole here and being drugged out you know along the path.:
0: Okay, the blood is the alive. I
1: want Let, let's close the door I'm going to leave it open. you across. close the
3: door I'm going to talk to he Gregory' wants us to
0: leave it open. No he I, wants, yeah,
2: we're, I, I'm going to close it all the way.
3: He wants us to leave the door open a crack. Gregory, Gregory, look at me. <sighs> look at me. Open your eyes.
1: I hear you. I know the,
3: the tricks that this place can play on the brain. I've played that piano. You said those things. No. And I turned into a Coheed fan and tried to throw myself in a pit. No, this is more than that. <laughs> it is not more than that. This Are you is... going to snap out of it or am I going to have to snap you out of it? This is knowledge. In a cuff, him right in the face, Backhand backhanded.
1: Him. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you do that and you crack it. I mean, I guess, like, I don't see a way to resolve this other than to say you're lashed down and you're, like, knocked out. So, okay. like, like, it's fair. gonna That's happen. fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, uh, I
0: won't stop until. So,
1: you're yeah. lolling. Uh, and with, with that, you know, the, the words that are resonating, like, within your, your brain, Gregory, are, you know, along the lines of I hear you, my son. I'm coming, my son. The door is open. The door is open.
0: I'm uh, going to say that as I drift into unconsciousness. <laughs> like, the door is open.
1: So Alaric and Gregory, I mean, you're, you're not hearing this. You, you've you've uh, sub, like subdued this person. You've lashed him to the pole. You've got him. So what's happening at this point? Should, should
2: we go kill that dude in there? Like, we saw what he did. Like,
3: He's been alive for 700 years in the dark. Do you really I, think that there's anything we can do to him?
2: I mean I've got this cool ass sword
3: now, maybe. (laughs) I've got this cool ass sword. Can you even wield that thing?
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna take the sword like and like kinda test it like I think so. Like test swings in the air, like, look, dwarf, I can do this.
3: You're gonna go (laughs) you're gonna go in there (laughs) with a giant magic sword and I'm gonna have to babysit old
2: no 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 we'd leave him tied up, you come with me and we kill that thing, you know. Cause he like entranced our buddy here.
3: And what makes you think he won't entrance us when we go back in there?
2: Uh, he didn't the first time
3: it was, uh, it was in both of our eyes. He had us on the hook a little bit. Uh, maybe, maybe this guy's the smartest of the three of us and it got him. So what are you guys doing? Like, come on. We're like, arguing. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I, I, think, I see your pull. Po- I see your point. I see it, but I, I don't like walked him back in there. Are you sure we closed the door? Like we're sure it's closed. He's not getting out.
3: As far as we know, the door was closed when we got here, and he's been in there for seven hundred years.
1: Does it? So I, does did the door open in or out? In. Uh, yeah, it opened in, similar to the other. Like, was
2: there? There it was this one wasn't barred, but are there like hooks to bar it? Like, if we got if we ran back and got that other, uh, other piece of iron or or the bar from the other the first door that we entered that was on the tomb that i got the uh sword from could we bring that back real quick and bar this one are there hooks for that
1: uh yes you could go get said bar no there are not hooks for that there's no recesses or okay any any mechanism to lock said door i was just curious like maybe
2: there was a mechanism for it and it just wasn't locked
1: no, I mean I mean presumably with enough time and a pickaxe you could you could make it but not not in yeah,
2: We don't have that. I don't have a pickaxe. Do you have a pickaxe
1: Dwarf? No. Uh, what are you What do you have? A
3: sword, a mace, a whip, some other uh, stuff.
1: So what are you a... guys what are you guys doing? At this point you're you're talking you've got your compatriots say we get,
3: we get Gregory out of here. Before,
1: before he, he wakes gets up. sucked Sucked further in As
3: yeah.
0: I as I drift in and out of consciousness I, I whisper I will drown in black and await the end Of all things
2: Yeah, that's not good
1: There's a little bit of madness that seeps into your brain With that statement Into Maybe our brains? kill him
2: no, we've got him tied up. He's got a 10-foot pole. I mean, I know you're shorter than I am, but, like, if you got a, if you got the one end on your shoulder and I hold the other end in my hand, we could carry him out
3: of here. I I'm going to use kill that us big both. sword of yours to get you down to my size.
2: Well, if I have just bloody stumps then I can't carry him out well, can I? But I'll feel better. <laughs> I think between the two of us, we can carry him out on, I agree. The, on a stick.
3: And I think that we should do that. Okay. No more short jokes.
2: When did our relationship became so adversarial?
1: Way, way long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) We've always been kind of like this. You get the, (laughs) you get the sense uh, of a of a dull tremor. There's almost like a reverberation that seems to be coming out of the entire, like, the world all around you. You're within the bowels of the world, Uh, but. It's it's not the keening wail that you've heard before, nor is it like the, the exhalation of, of the mountain's like icy dead god's breath. What you're getting here is almost as if the 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 mountain is coming alive. There's just there's an energy and a and a slight uh, like almost imperceptible seismic tremor that begins to sort of like come through your feet and and you you're feeling it
3: that can't be good
2: yeah we should probably get out of here oh. let's get him and, and get hoofing
0: i will drown in black and await the end of all things he's gonna he's just gonna keep doing that isn't he
1: okay so uh where are you going <laughs> what are you doing
2: i mean i i guess just back out the way that we came like you just want to go i got my sword and there's you just want to go back to the entrance and see if we can climb out of the, back into the cabin.
1: Yes. Okay. So you all are heading, heading back the path that you've come. Uh, who's where and what's the, what's the order here? Describe it to me.
0: And me, my friends,
3: I'm going to be um, in front with the stick on my shoulder. He's going to be behind me with the stick on his
0: shoulder.
2: I'm going to have the lamp in the, in the, uh, in my offhand.
1: Okay. My
0: f- my friends untie me
1: and your big ass swords lashed to your it, back. Yeah, I strapped to my back. Okay, so uh, you're doing that, and are you like moving in a jog, like to get out of here?
2: I feel like that would be reasonable if we could do it and stay coordinated.
1: Okay, so uh, you can do that. I mean, you can move, and and so just to rehash, you don't have grand distances to cover. You have. Uh, passages to cover, like a passage that takes two or three minutes to go one way, two or three minutes to go the other, two or three minutes to go the other, and so just to rehash, you're basically making a large U shape wherein you cross by the, the, the maw with the cytoplasmic like jelly man that sort of plummeted into the bowels of the earth. And that exhalation sort of sent the quicksilvery substance, like deep down towards the tombs that you already passed. And so you're going past the, the various tombs with, with hundreds and hundreds of bodies. Uh, and it almost sounds as if, uh, like think about like, cots in an army barracks and what it would sound like if there was the ruffling and like movement of of entire barracks is full of of soldiers sort of like shuffling off their cots that's what you hear as you move past the handfuls of doors of the variety of like tombs that you're passing what do you do we should have burned the bodies when we had the chance shoulda woulda coulda let's get a hustle on
2: yeah, let's – we're going to – I mean, if we're jogging now, then let's pick it up to as fast as we can run without dropping Gregory.
1: Okay. So you're moving past. You actually get down to the point where you have like the, the secret door that came through kind of the church chapel oh. where the various ten skulls crash to the ground. You come through that. It's all like pitch black, right? Like this is black, icy silence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you go through that room and you go uh, – ultimately through the passage with the faces that seem to be screaming at you. And at this point, those silent screams are just even more terrifying. You get to the point where you have the metal rungs that lead up the well out of the bowels of the earth. What do you do?
0: Untie me, my Is Gregory friends. awake? Untie me, my friends. Okay. He's still crazy. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> can, can I fashion, can I like grab his wrappings and like, I don't know, somehow get, tie extra rope to it or get my arms through the rope that has him. So I could like put him on my back, like a backpack. Yeah. So I can sure. climb him out of here.
4: Yeah. a papoose.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh and we're going to do that. Go ahead. And you're, you're ascending. Go ahead and roll 46 and tell me what you get. 16. Okay. What's your strength? 18. Okay. So you're able to sort of somehow keep him on. Now that's not to say that he's going to like come out of this ascent with like a total appropriate amount of oxygen getting to his brain because those ropes are like
4: <laughs> cutting off like
1: circulation and respiratory movement and if one of them's around his neck like it's like choking him out. Uh but you're able to carry him up this this uh this iron rung uh like upward going tunnel. And not lose him from your back. So you do that, and you're bursting out into the cabin. And what you're greeted to is the bright light of a sunny, uh, cold day out on the, the 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 slopes of the Death Frost. Hmm. Can
2: can so the rungs that are in in the wall? Do, do we think that we could pull those out anyhow? Are they loose, or are they in there pretty well? Yeah, like they're... can we can we destroy this tunnel behind us?
1: No. I mean, in, in in short answer, no. Not like within the next hour or the next month. I mean, as we've talked about before, the stonework and the ironwork here is amazing in as far as like the quality of it. So, uh you're not going to be able to just like kick a rung loose.
2: Right, right. Um at the very least we should probably drag something real heavy over this door
1: what are you doing alert
3: uh i like the way he's thinking but i don't know what we're gonna use to do that
1: are you climbing out of uh the tunnel
3: oh i thought we both did
1: no you gotta tell me dude oh i'm sorry yes i'm climbing out okay so you guys both come out you're in the central room of the cabin and what are you gonna do
0: you're gonna untie your friend who is awake now.
1: Are Hold you okay? Up.
0: Of course, I'm okay.
2: That that's, that doesn't sound real convincing.
0: Well, you, you want I'm, the I'm as, okay, I'm as okay as I can be given that you punched me in the face.
1: Yeah, you're you're starting to to just get a little bit of like you're groggy, Gregory, but you're at least coming out of this. So so we're gonna say that. I mean, you're you're spewing a bit of nonsense here, but. You're beginning to perceive the environment as well
0: Will a drink help you? Uh, there's uh, one remaining flask of applejack in my bag. Did you bring my bag? We've got your bag? I've got a. have got some wine in mine. I want the applejack <laughs> Okay, since I punched you I gotta get you your apple all of the Applejack
2: I <laughs> uh, that punch was warranted given this, and I'm going to point at my
4: neck.
0: I apologize, my friend.
1: Uh,
4: so, okay, apo- so... Uh, apology accepted.
1: Are you doing anything to the tunnel, and where are you in the room?
2: I really do think we should drag something... Like, there's that desk here. We, I mean, that's at least something. Are you dragging like, the desk over it? Uh, Yeah, well, while, while Alaric is, is screwing around with Gregory, I'm gonna close the trap door and, and then... Drag the desk over.
1: Okay, so so you pull this desk over, you know, and like flip of... it over so like the
2: big flat top is on the floor and the, like because if the feet are just sitting above it, then they could still open the trap door.
1: Sure. Uh, um, okay, and so uh, Alaric, it seems like you're getting out a bottle of applejack and you're you're forcing it down the gullet of Gregory. <laughs> What do you do at that point? Gregory, you're coming to and the the jolting sort of like bracing taste of the of the the apple whiskey brings you to. While he's doing that,
3: I'm listening for any more of those terrible sounds that we heard where the whole earth shook.
1: Uh, or kinda you kind of you kind of feel that so so you kind of feel again there's like a reverberation there's almost like a seismic uh, uncertainty like in the mountain itself you are feeling as if you are a an ant on an ant hill and you're within this cabin uh, and and you can't really see much from where you're at but you're sort of like in this cabin in the woods like up on the side of the mountain. Uh, that's surrounded by the cemetery with old Zeke down below you.
3: Is old Zeke here? I
1: don't know. No, he's, he's not. What do you, what do you want to do? Like now that you guys are in the cabin on the side of the mountain, where are we going? I back down the mountain slope. I suppose I
2: was trying to remember. Is there anything else heavy in, I guess there's the clock. Uh, I'm going to grab all the heavy stuff I can get and just put it on this door Okay. or
0: the trap door just to
1: you get all, slow. you get all the things that you can grab and you pile them on top of this, this trap door. Okay. Uh, I feel better about that.
3: Should we go warn people?
1: Who, who, would we, who do we, who do, you, we do, you, do you want to warn people?
0: I'm what worried. do we say to people that their death is coming? That it's inevitable? That someday oblivion will come for all of us? How crazy mm-hmm. do you sound, Alaric? You sound like a death cultist. Whoa.
1: So so you're inside the cabin. Where do you go from here?
3: Back out into the sun.
1: Okay. Alaric, you've you've had enough. The darkness. That you encounter down under the, the the mountain itself, the the earth, the bowels of the world, uh, it's too much, and you you go to the the front door of the cabin that you came into originally. You you blast it open. I mean, you've already got the light coming in from like the windows <laughs> of the cabin itself, uh, and you step out onto sort of like the the, the, the porch or the veranda of the cow, uh, of the of the cabin and recall this cabin set like on the, on the periphery (laughs) of the cemetery. And I guess what you see is just outright uh, uh, vomiting up of death from the grounds itself. So it's as if health is vomiting out its filth, just all upon the, the, the the, the, the rocky slopes of the mountain recall that you have quite a large, cemetery here and and what you see are innumerable dead bodies clawing and climbing their way out of the graves and and as you're taking in that horrific vista you begin to hear the pounding of the uh the trap door that 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 had, had had covered up with the uh the, the desk and the chairs and whatnot and so so i think that's a good place to to wrap up the the campaign
0: I have I have uh, a plan for us.
1: <clears throat> I'm
2: I'm interested
0: to hear it. I take out the bag that we found uh early on of black lotus powder.
2: <laughs> and we all just take it. And
0: and I take I take my finger and I put my finger inside it. Uh-huh. And I take just a pinch of it. And I breathe it in. And I look at my companions and I say Do you want to follow me into that good night? Join me in oblivion, my brothers.
1: (laughs) Go ahead and roll a uh, D100 percentile. Okay. 49? 49. Uh, (laughs) You get plus four to your intelligence, and it opens up vistas of knowledge that that were previously unrealized. Just what I wanted. It's... It's almost as if, uh, you can hear Strahd down below and he's saying, yes, my son, I'm coming.
0: It's all going to happen as I wanted my friends. (laughs) And I I said, I just plopped down on my ass, like from standing (laughs) to sitting back against the cabin wall. And
1: I start laughing. Does anybody else want to take a hit of Black Lotus before the end comes?
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna try pass. to
2: fight my way out of here
1: yeah
3: i need all my senses it's mace time
1: right on you go down swinging dude this is a good this is a good way to uh to to sort of pay like testament to your your characters so right on guys that was that's the end of a uh, death frost doom <laughs> wait that's what? the end of the game yeah <laughs> we're good
0: we freed something down there we did something wrong
1: yeah i mean you you did everything right depending on how you look at it
0: we did a less Strahd out